Good morning. If you have your Bibles, you can turn over to Numbers, chapter number 13. This is a uh, thought that's been on my mind for some time, keeps rattling around. And it's been on it for so long, I actually hope I haven't already shared it with you. But I couldn't get it out of my mind this morning, so I wanted to hit it again. You know, we've all met those Christians who always seem to be trudging up the rough side of the mountain. You know, the one that's always struggling and worn out. And at times I've been that guy, and I found out that it's a matter of perception. Numbers chapter 13 is the chapter where the spies are sent into Canaan. And, of course, you know the story. Two spies come out ready to go in and take Canaan, take the promised land that God has given them, but ten come back with a different story. And they had a perception of the enemy that we're going to find out wasn't true. In Numbers chapter 13 and in verse 33, it says, And there we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which come out, which come of the giants, and were in our own, we were in our own sight as grasshoppers, and so we were in their sight. Well, first of all, there was giants in the land, but the land wasn't completely inhabited by giants. But all these guys could see were the giants. The second problem they had was apparently these ten guys were mind readers. They knew what they looked like to the giants. And that's not true. You know, they might have felt like grasshoppers, but they have no idea what the Canaanites saw them as. And we're going to find out that the Canaanites had a radically different view of the children of Israel when you turn over to Joshua chapter number 2. Now Joshua chapter number 2, starting in verse 9, this is where the men are meeting Rahab, and Rahab's telling them, about the Canaanites' perception of the children of Israel. And she said to the men, I know that the Lord hath given you the land, and that your terror has fallen upon us, and the inhabitants of this land faint because of you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt, and what you did to the two kings of the Amorites that were on the other side of the Jordan, Sihon and Og, whom ye utterly destroyed. And as soon as we had heard these things, our hearts did melt. Neither did there remain any more courage in any man because of you. For the Lord, your God, he is God in heaven and in earth beneath. You see, the problem was the Canaanites remembered what the children of Israel had forgot, which is what the Lord had already done for them. The Canaanites were seeing the Israelites wander around them for 40 years and have been quaking in terror for 40 years that the God of the Israelites was going to bring his people into their land. And the whole time the Israelites were thinking, we're as grasshoppers in their eyes. We face the same struggle today. We face an enemy who tries his best to keep our perception on ourselves, on our strength and on our failures. He tempts us with sin and then he covers us with shame to keep us away from our Father. And when that doesn't work, 
He covers us up with busyness like jobs and ball practice, housework and hobbies until we don't have time for our Lord. All that because he remembers what we've forgotten. The battle has already been won. The enemy quakes in fear, his heart melting, that you are going to get your God involved in the fight. He also knows that to get God involved, you have to be involved with God. The fight is not won by trying harder in your own power, but to draw close to Him. Seek His face, study His word, and talk to Him. Remember that He has raised you to new life. He has already performed a miracle snatching you from the clutches of the enemy, just like He did the Israelites when He brought them across the Red Sea. And He's ready and able to do it again. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank You this morning that we don't have to strive for victory, that the victory has already been won on our behalf. We thank you that we can live a life of victory, that we can live the life of promise that you've given us. We ask that you help change our perceptions to see that we have a big God, that we have a God who's ready and able, who loves us and who cares for us and who's already fought the battle for us. Please just go with us through these services today. Let everything we do here glorify your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.